Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Star Wars Labs. It's number 47. We are out here with all the latest Star Wars news this week. Before we get started, please hit that like button, comment below. Let us know what you think of all the discussions we have today. Any discussions we've talked about in the past, you can you can comment and say anything. We respond to all your comments and then subscribe to our channel. Please hit the notification bell. It really helps us grow and reach out to more Star Wars fans so we can have these longer, more continued discussions every single week. And if you haven't checked out our Visions coverage, we put up like 12 videos about Visions in the last week. So go check out our playlist for Visions. I'll put it in the card up above so you can see. Just click on there and click on the, the playlist. But it is the first thing on our homepage for Star Wars Lads. So you can check out all our Visions coverage. We talk about every single episode. We talk about the series. We talked about, we, I gave a preview. We did a lot of stuff for Visions. So uh, check all that out. And then now to get into this week's stuff. So we always start this out with what's new in Star Wars this week. And it's a relatively slow week for what's new in Star Wars. But there was one major thing that did drop. And that is the first poster for the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, and the release date, which is unfortunately very far away. But uh, it is still December, like they promised. It is December 29th, 2021. So we are getting Book of Boba Fett this year for all intents and purposes. Uh, but it is basically a 2022 show, which is insane because we'll have Book of Boba Fett, Andor, Bad Batch Season 2, Obi-Wan Kenobi, possibly Mandalorian Season 3. <laughs> it's going to be a ridiculous year next year for Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, Book of Boba Fett. So... I mean, the poster is pretty cool. It It's nothing too new. It looks very much so like the shot we saw at the end of The Mandalorian. If you watch up the credits when they announced the show, they show Boba sitting in the throne in Jabba's palace. And it's basically that shot here. But he does have different armor. And uh, he, he has updated his look as well. So that is the major change. But it is a, it's a cool stylized poster. Gets me excited for the show. I think we're... The rumored for the trailer, isn't it, uh, on the Disney Plus day that they're doing? Yeah, like November 12th or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. It's mid-November. It's basically the launch day from 2019 of Disney Plus. They're doing some big event on Disney Plus where they're showing a bunch of trailers for new stuff. Uh, they were dropping a lot of new projects, all this stuff. So that's when we were thinking we're going to get the trailer. But yes, as of now, Book of Boba Fett, December 29th, 2021, will be episode one. So, Senek, what are your thoughts on this poster and, and the release date for Book of Boba Fett? I'll just address the release date first. Um, how do I put it in words? I don't think I can. I just, ah, just, ah, it's so late. It just, I mean, I'll, I'll say this in a little bit of a selfish manner. I mean, we, we have our YouTube channel, and if you're checking us out for the first time, or you've been a longtime fan, or just been around for few weeks or whatever you know that we have our peers where we just have endless content like when visions comes we just had 12 episodes stacked and when bad batch came out we had a totally different format when high republic phase one came out it was a different format and wave two of the high republic which we kind of fit into bad batch right so we as star wars creators as content creators we do depend on <laughs> all of this almost excessive amount of Star Wars things. So as a Star Wars fan, it's awesome. As a creator, a little less so because we are so dependent on something. And the next big thing is Boba Fett. So when I see the 29th, I knew it was going to be a late December, but I was thinking 
yeah, we get like two episodes in the year, right? Well, there'll be two or three, maybe. Three might be pushing, but look, let's go with two, or maybe they do a double premiere or something. But no, we're just going to get one right at the end of the year when everyone's with their families on vacation or something. So from that perspective, it kind of sucks considering that it'll be harder for like us to really share our opinions and our excitement with you because you might be preoccupied with admittedly more personal and you know familial things going on so that sucks hopefully you're the type of person who's at that point already tired of your family being around lock the door in your room and you're just like i just need to watch book of boba fett and talk about it online and we'll be here for that um and i mean as a fan i i i can complain but i also shouldn't i mean we're pre we came up as prequel fans like we had three years between films right that was the same amount of time as original trilogy fans and they had a whole freaking 16 year period between end of uh, return of the jedi to the start of the phantom menace right and that that's a whole murkier mess and they had to depend on books and everything in the 90s so after six or seven years of basically no real star wars and then you know kind of light that fire again have the special editions and all that we don't we will never moving on have that issue and I'm envious of kids who will never have that issue of always having Star Wars around. Like we had after the prequels were over, we had Clone Wars and that was great, but it was only like that season when it came out. It was never like the whole year. Like we, in the end, we are in the golden age of Star Wars in terms of just how much is coming out, right? It, it's, it's crazy. So I can't really complain, even though it is later than I thought. Um, but yeah, moving on to the look, thankful. I am so thankful because, look, I liked how Boba looked with his mangled armor when we first see him recover it on Tython, right? And that whole battle sequence is amazing. But it really looked like a guy who was like, oh, man, I, I, I can still fit in my, like, uh, what is it, my football uniform or my old jersey, right? It was kind of like that. And I was like, okay, this looks a little weird. It must be the robes, all this and that. And he has no time story-wise to like really work on his armor. So he just super glues essentially his Beskar plates and paints himself over in onto his black Tuscan robes. And I like the look, but it feels very action figuring to me. The more I see it, the more clips I've seen and it's still an iconic look. He still does some cool things, but we don't really see that in action either. So that also minimizes the effect of how cool or iconic that look was for me. We only see him walking and standing around wearing boots that don't really fit with the robes. And it's just too clean for me. It's not Boba. Boba's not a clean cut guy. Like Din is the shining knight in armor, but it shouldn't, Boba's not. He's a mercenary. Like, yeah, he has that one fight with Costco Reeves, and it is cool, especially with the ropes flowing around. But it just, it really kind of felt like old man, like trying to get back into the thick of it to me the more I watched it. And he's not really that old at this point in the story. It just, it felt like I was watching Tamora Morrison and not Boba, right? Six-year-old guy just wearing really thick robes in cosplaying, which is fine. I think that look is an amazing look for it old cosplayers because it's much simpler to pull off than the regular bounty hunter or din Djarin look you can literally attach these plates onto like a nice bathrobe and you're like that's my low budget look there you go but 
I like this a lot because it brings back the jumpsuit, which is some of the best parts of the armor to me. Like, yeah, you can talk about the plates and all that, but after seeing Din, or right, his armor, especially his chest plate down, it is thick. It is it is it's a hefty boy, and it looks so good. And it makes, you know, someone with a classical, uh, you know, bound, uh, Mandalorian look like with these plates look kind of cheap. And when you compare it to what Django is wearing right, in the prequels, Django has like a very leathery almost uh, jumpsuit underneath, especially like for his chest area as well. So those plates are really stuck there. And when I saw those plates on Boba when he was wearing the robes, they were kind of free foam and flowing, which... I don't know. It doesn't really. Feel, it didn't feel like armor here. At least now, even if it's not as thick as Django's, it is on a uniform body. And I'll be honest, I did not like how the boots and like the lower part of the robes matched when they're walking together. It just felt like he was wearing a long skirt and didn't really feel like it'd be something that would work with the type of action that we see Boba in comics and all that. Because Boba's flying around in a jetpack. If he's flying in a jetpack with his robes, the bottom is going to burn off. It's just a fact. And yeah, I, the logistics of it weren't my favorite. But this, like you can see the legs. You can see him. It looks like he's a built dude who's like really like stretching his muscles. And now it feels like, okay. You know, it feels like Mr. Incredible after he starts getting back into the action. And he's, you know, he's he's warmed up. He's gone his workouts at the train uh, tracks and you know, he's, he's built. He's not there yet, 100%, but, like, he's, he's like, 80% there. And that's that's kind of what this feels like. I don't know if I like his um, shoulder plates being tucked in still. That was not a move that I really liked um, in any of the previous forms. I, I want him to be more like the original trilogy where it's just, like, off or, like, how Django does it where it's, like, connected. Like, it's an extended sleeve and then it's connected over, Um Boba's kind of gone for more tucked-in look. And I, I don't know. I feel like that minimizes the yellow of his uniform a bit. And I like that accent color. And it usually does come more from seeing his upper half, as we see him in most scenes. So that part, I wish it was a little bit out there. But I, I, I'm fine with it. There was a jumpsuit that mattered more. Um, and I don't, I'm not going to lie. I, I think I might be liking the black jumpsuit more than the gray of the originals. I know... It's almost scandalous to the sacrilegious, but it it fills me with a bit more of like a richer, like dark dark colors feel more royal, feel more um more developed, more fleshed out. Gray just kind of feels like a color to me that feels like it's utilitarian to the extreme. Black feels like you have a purpose of like really ex accentuating what you have around you. And it's deep, and now that it's a full jumpsuit, it looks awesome. And I think, I don't, I think if you see where he's sitting, he does still seem to have like a bit of a cape. It doesn't look like it's completely fat, flat. I don't know if he's got more of like a comma, like all those guys in the Clone Wars had, like Rex and everyone, maybe around his legs or something. It doesn't seem like it's wrapped around in the same way i don't know it could be a little bit of like that continuation of like a cape um yeah i mean other than that the scratches are back and that the scratches are what makes boba look so good it looks like he's in it he's in this mess and if he didn't if he looked clean polished after taking over or attempting to take over jabba's empire 
it wouldn't sit right with me. He has to be in some hand-to-hand scuffles. And I think this is like him well on his way, but he's not he's not fully iced out yet, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with pretty much everything you said about the look. I, I, I think the black looks really nice with the updated colors. I think the gray would look really odd with this, how striking these, this new paint job is. Yeah. So I'm I'm fine with the black, and I'm fine having him a transition of his armor into this. I like seeing the EE3 back. Uh, it's it's exciting. It, it's just a really cool picture. It's definitely like a that's the type of poster you can hang in your home. You know, like it's not the it doesn't fall into the modern movie poster trap, which is ten characters' faces on a in a photoshopped background <laughs> where they're all like looking off into the distance and it's got to be orange or blue accent on every person's face yeah exactly it's and star wars always had such beautiful posters and when you go back to the original trilogy and then the drew struzan ones of the of the prequels uh and we got that drew struzan one at the d23 in 2015 but they didn't stick with that as the main promotional poster and the, the sequel posters are Fine. I actually particularly really like the Rise of Skywalker posters for the most part. I love the uh, the D23 one with the Palpatine face in it, and I also really love uh, the the colors on the main poster with all the hundred faces on it. But uh, the Force Awakens the Last Jedi posters were not as not as much my cup of tea as a lot of the prequels and the original trilogy posters. I much prefer those ones so this is a cool one it has like it has the shading and the aesthetic background and everything it, it just looks really nice like i would definitely hang this poster up uh even if i was wasn't a massive star wars fan you know so that <laughs> that's really an exciting part and it's cool to see him back in action it's going to be nice to see oh right, what yeah. what he does to <laughs> to get these new scratches and, get and he's gotten rid of the hood collar too mm-hmm. which i think really detracted from the helmet and the he has a best car plate that's around here and we just didn't see it it just looked like some guy wore a hoodie underneath his jersey <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it looked really put together and it it was i think we did comment back in one of our really early podcasts when we were talking about uh his new armor in episode seven of season two when he he just shows up and it's like all of a sudden it's painted there was no real rhyme or reason it was just like he kind of com- enhanced the look but he didn't really complete it and now we've got like a full complete look this is the look of of somebody who's trying to become the king of the underworld the, the black really makes that stand out the gray kind of works more with l- more worn armor wor- worn pieces where it looks like he yeah he's been in the the muck for a long time this is i'm back I'm the I'm the king, and you guys yeah. are gonna do what I say. Yeah. So, love that, and really excited for the show, and can't wait for the trailer as well because we are uh, really close to when the Mandalorian season two started last year. So, it's been a long time since we've had our live action Star Wars show, and it's gonna be nice to get a good look at that. They also did say Christmas <laughs> last year uh, with the Book of Boba Fett announcement, and it is coming three days after Christmas. So. Uh, I was expecting before Christmas when they said Christmas, like, you know, how like movie theaters when they say, yeah, movie coming on Christmas and yeah. it actually comes two weeks before Christmas. So yeah. that's a little disappointing, but Book of Boba Fett nonetheless looks awesome. So rounding up out the what's new in Star Wars this week, 
we have a couple releases. We're not really going to talk about them, but we want to let you guys know that came out. I'll probably be checking out the first one, which is Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Uh, the holiday special that they did for Lego Star Wars last year was kind of fun. Uh, it, they're, they're like 45-minute feature films that are not canon by any means and very much so just for that Lego sense of humor. But if you enjoy that, you might like Terrifying Tales. It is their Halloween special that they're doing for LEGO Star Wars. And then randomly, I don't think anybody really knew about this. They just dropped, I believe today, Galaxy of Sounds, mm -hmm. which is just purely, if you guys have watched Biomes or uh, the vehicle walkthroughs that they dropped on May the 4th, this is purely scenes from star wars with the score removed and just enhanced on ben burt's sound effects uh, which is very cool it's one of those things that's interesting to check out for like five minutes and then you kind of are like all right that was cool um they have a lot of episodes of this i was looking at this earlier there's quite a few episodes and they all center around a different theme that the sounds are trying to convey and uh yeah i'll, I'll be checking it out i don't think it's not really something you sit down and like watch with popcorn <laughs> but uh it is kind of a cool thing and it is cool we get these like stealth drops for random star wars content and they're always looking for new things they can put out with star wars and the biomes was quite cool vehicle flythroughs was vehicle flythroughs <laughs> it's exactly like if you know anything yeah. about the vehicles that is exactly what you'd expect but yeah that was a cool little stealth drop that they just put up and uh you can check those out on disney plus so the final thing we want to go through is any quick news and leaks that we have for the week. There hasn't been much, but Sonic has a few things for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, we really just had visions. <laughs> that is really the big thing still that's on everyone's mind, but we did get a little bit of an update from uh, Bespin Bulletin. They started filming Mando season three last week at the Manhattan studios. I think Manhattan beach studios. Um, they're going to be filming there near the train yard sometime in October. Um, obviously, Pedro's not there. It's kind of like a season one situation again where he's really just there to lend his voice and some close-up scenes, I think. And that usually means that stunt people really don't get a lot of credit. But luckily, The Mandalorian has made a great effort at uh, you know showing pacing their love and support for the stunt actors. Um, and I believe one of them also got an Emmy. Um, Trying to forget his name. Uh, I don't just saw it yesterday. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, it, it's exciting that we're working on season three. But like we said last week, that could totally just go to the wayside if the strike happens. Um, so that honestly hurts everyone, but probably like people like Latif Crowder, who is the one of the one of the two stuntmen, right? Um, for Mando, who fills in Pedro's role, like that's a big thing for him and not to not have that for a bit might harm him, even if it is for the right reasons. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, the voice of uh, Omega from Bad Batch just put out like a day ago, a picture of her, but like what, I don't know if it is like a season two scene or something, but it just looks like, um, I want to say tech and she's in the studio doing her lines so, you know, Bad Bad Season 2 is well on its way to being done. Um, maybe probably already has been happening. But it is, it's, she said tidying up some work. So that implies that I feel like they're just wrapping up something. So maybe that's maybe that's the next release. Who knows? We only have like a six-month gap between Season 1 and Season 2. 
of the Bad Batch. I, I really doubt it. I feel like there'll be at least eight or nine. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's really it for the week. There's, there's There was like one other thing, I guess, where uh, Mina Masood said, um, if you don't know who they, he played Aladdin in the live action, um, and he's been rumored to be playing Ezra. And he was asked about it, and he kind of walked around it like any other smart Disney actor does. Um, and he basically did say that, like, you know, he kind of threw his name into the ring more. But I think this would be one of those cases where it could turn out like Simu Liu when he was like, hey, so when, when are we doing Shang-Chi? And he became Shang-Chi. Like, it worked out for him. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is one of those cases. Um, he has said in other interviews before that after Aladdin, he just hasn't been able to find a lot of work because it's all stereotypical and they people who are casting are like well you've already gotten out of the stereotype but we don't have things for you to do like roles that would be of your level and not be as demeaning as it would be to a lower level actor of color which that's a whole other conversation but um yeah i mean he said it was hard to find a lot of work in recent times i think he's been doing some tv show or something but you know, if your next big thing after Aladdin is to play Ezra Bridger, that's that's huge. I, I, I even if he's stuck in more of this streaming world and doesn't get to do as many movies, at least he gets to do these big streaming shows with an iconic character in his own right that should only continue to grow. Um, especially with the New Republic era, with Ahsoka being there, with him hopefully being back, and now Luke, you know, all being somewhat aware of each other. I hope at this point, um, or getting to that realization at some point but yeah that's that's really it <laughs> yeah that's exciting about bad batch season two for me especially i think they'll probably stick to that similar release date that they did last year maybe slightly later uh maybe june or so it all depends on when obi-wan comes out but yeah that's the most exciting mandalorian season three it's nice to hear that it's coming back and um it will probably be a December or November release next year. And then uh, Minima Sood. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited if he's Ezra. Like, I really want... I think, obviously, that is the perfect casting for all of you uh, people who have been following Ezra since he was young and everybody compared him to Aladdin. Uh, so it he does play to type there. Uh, and the guy has a good voice, too. He should be in more musicals as well. So anyway... All that stuff sounds really cool, and we're looking forward to that. But that is going to do it for Star Wars Lads episode 47. Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, hit that like button down below, please. It really helps us out with the YouTube algorithm. gets us seen by more people, so hit that like button. And then comment below. Let us know what you thought of the Boba Fett poster, as well as any of the news and leaks. Or if you've seen LEGO Star Wars Terrifying Tales, let us know what you thought. Or um, Galaxies of Galaxy of Sounds, uh, if you thought that was interesting. Let us know what you think of all of that stuff down below and then subscribe to the channel for more Star Wars content. We have th videos three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you're going to want to check all that out. As well, as I said, we just did so many episodes on Visions. So you can check all that out on the Visions playlist on our homepage or in the playlist tab. I did put a link in a, one of the cards up above. So you can just click on that and take it right to the Visions page if you're interested in our Visions content. And then you can follow us on social media at Star Wars Lads on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We post stuff there all the time, and we post comic reviews as well on TikTok, which we do on Wednesdays on this channel also. So thanks for checking out all our content and for watching this episode of Star Wars Lads. We hope to see you guys all next time.